You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed. When Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 147. Today's reading is from St. Paul's first epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 6, verses 12 through 20. Brethren, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I therefore take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who joins himself to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For, as it is written, the two shall become one flesh. But he who is united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun immorality. Every other sin which a man commits is outside the body, but the immoral man sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. One uh, quick item for clarification, Father, as we get started today. I noticed in the lectionary from our archdiocese that there are are quotations in this passage, including uh, quoting, all things are lawful for me, and food is meant for the stomach, and the stomach for food. I, I believe typically when St. Paul's quoting something in his epistles, it, it's a scriptural quotation. Uh, but here that doesn't seem to be the case, and I was curious if you could shed some light on that for us. I, I wish I could. It's a fascinating question. I admire you for picking up on it, noticing it. But I see that some sources use the quotation marks and others do not, and I'm not immediately aware, as you sort of alluded to, of any scriptural text that says uh, what St. Paul is uh, is quoting here in some of these translations, and I cannot think of Paul anywhere else quoting something that was extra-biblical. So my best guess is that the quotation marks come from it as though it's a saying that he's quoting, but I, I can't say that with any certainty. Okay. Well, I appreciate your honesty, and uh, it's probably not really a, a big deal either way, but um, what I'm guessing uh, you do know and can help illumine for us is why Paul says, all things are lawful for me. Why does he say that, and, and what does it mean? Yeah, also a good question. I think it's somewhat confusing in English. The verb translated here as lawful comes from the Greek word exousia, which means authority or power. So essentially what St. Paul is saying here is that we have the authority to do all things. We might say that as human beings, we have free will. We have the authority to choose the way that we wish to live. However, there are good choices and bad choices, and that's why he follows by saying, but not all things are helpful for me. Uh, Furthermore, as it relates to this word exousia, to authority, he then says, I will not be brought under the power of any. Another way to translate exousia, as I alluded to earlier, was uh, besides authority is power. So while I have the authority to choose evil, to choose sin, Paul is saying that he will not be brought under sin's power. He will use his authority, his free will, to choose the way, the path of God. Appreciate the explanation. That certainly helps uh, make more sense of that passage. And moving on, I'd like to, to kind of probe on how 
we, I think we often disassociate our body from our spirit as, as if the two are completely separate and distinct. Yet in this passage, St. Paul clearly states that, quote, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So what should we take away from this understanding of our bodies as a temple of the Holy Spirit, Father? Okay, so if we step back to what we discussed as it relates to exousia, to authority, Paul is saying that he's using his free will, his authority, to submit to the way of Christ. And as he notes elsewhere, and it's clear from this passage you read today, in in doing so and submitting to the way of Christ, one becomes enslaved to Christ. Now, uh, you know, a lot of us don't necessarily like that language of enslavement. We have a bad history in this country with slavery, and beyond that, we as Americans like to think of ourselves as being free. But as Christians, we must become slaves of Christ. And this is precisely what St. Paul is saying in today's passage as it relates to our bodies being a temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, I think I'm getting there, but I'm not sure that I completely understand that that connection, Father. Could you dig a little bit deeper? Yeah, sure. Uh, In the Roman Empire of Paul's time, a slave does not have authority over his own body. He belongs entirely to the master. And so it is with us. Our body belongs to God. We are his temple. We are not our own, but belong to him. And this has implications, as Paul referenced in today's passage. And what are those implications that he referenced? Well, he he briefly mentions the notion of food. He expounds on this elsewhere in this epistle, this first one to the Corinthians, as well as others. And the reason for this is because some of the food in the Roman Empire, especially the meat, is offered to idols on feast days, especially. And some of the Christians are bothered by this practice, even though, as Paul explained, it doesn't matter. Uh, The Christian can sanctify, can bless their food, even if it had been offered to idols. Yet, Paul teaches that as slaves, our reference is not our own bodies, our own stomach, but it is our brother, and whether we will offend or harm our brother in doing so, even if we have the right, the authority to do so. So in other words, the collective body of Christ, of which we are individually members, we're subject to, enslaved to that, and we're not free to ourselves to do as we wish. But in this passage, then specifically, Uh, Paul refers to what is translated as immorality, which comes from the Greek pornea. And pornea, obviously, you can hear that it's where we derive the English word pornography. However, it's important to point out the consistent play of this word and this idea in the Bible, in the Old Testament, as well in St. Paul's writings, the understanding of pornea, or the use of what gets translated as harlotry, refers often to the spiritual sin of worshiping foreign gods, of worshiping someone or something different than the biblical God. So it's not necessarily a reference to the physical sin so much as it is to what we would call idolatry, worshiping other gods, chasing after other gods. And now, just to conclude here, I would point out that Paul discussing this idea of uniting our bodies to a harlot is also likely a play on the fact that in the pagan temples there's often harlotry, associated with them. So it's unlikely that Paul is referring specifically to what we call prostitution or harlotry today, where someone might go and and hire a prostitute. What Paul is likely referring to here is the pagan practice of temple prostitution, of worshiping other gods by uniting oneself with a temple prostitute. And again, this all comes back to the fact that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, our bodies and our souls belong to the biblical God, not to anyone or anything else. Thank you, Father.
We begin today by examining the word that is translated as lawful in the opening verses that read, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. Father Aaron explained that this word comes from the Greek exousia, which means authority. So St. Paul is emphasizing the fact that while we have free will to choose the way we live our life, not all choices we make are for good. Furthermore, Paul goes on to say that, quote, I will not be brought under the power of any. This brings up another way to translate the Greek word exousia as power. St. Paul is demonstrating that while all humans have the authority to choose evil, Paul states that he will not be brought under the power of sin, but rather will choose the path of God. And taking a step further, we can understand what Paul is referencing when he says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God? By submitting to the way of Christ, we become enslaved to him. And a slave does not have authority over his own body. He belongs entirely to the master. We are his temple. We are not our own, but belong to him. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. Alleluia, glory to thee, O God. Alleluia, 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 glory to thee, O God.